This is Drew with Behind the Goal Podcast. Tonight's going to be a little bit different. Um, got my cousin on here, and we're going to talk a little bit more about wrestling, other than football and basketball and baseball. Um, I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. Uh, hey there. Um, I am Jeremy. I am the cousin. Uh, nice to be on the show. And I guess we're just going to be doing a little bit of free form tonight, shooting the shit a little bit. I, uh, can I say that? Yeah. Um, so I'll let you start. What do you want to talk about? Well, I guess I was just kind of thinking about it. Since this is your sports thing, to make it relevant, what about uh, old Pat McAfee and everything that they did with him? I love it. I love it. He's he's honestly the best thing going on in WWE. It seems like they're shooing him off. I don't know if it's a work or whatever because I haven't really exactly been paying full on attention, but it seemed like they're shooing him off the show or something. You know, they actually did that um, right after his match – they did that, and then he just kind of came back and he formed the little tag team that he's got going on. So I, I'd assume we're probably going to see him during WrestleMania weekend. I, I mean, I don't see why not. He's it's, it's crazy that the guy is just like not a wrestler, but he's got all of that star power. So over. Like, you know, he does everything right. Yeah, people love him. You know, and he does have to talk. He's got a look. You know, like sometimes you wonder. You look at a guy like that, and you're like, man, he, did he pick the wrong career? And, and I. There's actually a lot of football fans tuning in because of him, I've noticed, uh, a lot more. Um, and he's just doing everything right. I like it, and I hope they don't write him off. interesting about that all, you know, because just kind of going back to what I was just saying about, like, you know, making the joke that he might have chose the wrong career, which is, you know, probably not, you know, he'll probably make more money in the NFL anyway. But, like, you know, we look at that guy Moose over there in Impact Wrestling. He's a guy that was that had an NFL contract and decided to walk away so he could do wrestling, and I think that that's nuts. Um, yeah, it's a, it's safer, honestly. I know like wrestling, you know, does a lot to your body, but honestly, yeah, I would say wrestling safer. Probably better. Yes, uh, NFL is probably better money though. Oh yeah, NFL is great money, but you know, you gotta look out for your body too. I don't blame Pat. You know, he had a lot of injuries to his knees and. I don't blame him. You know, I think he he probably loved football, similar to what Andrew Luck did. And then as time goes, you get hurt, you just fall out of love with it. And I think that's what he did. And I, he's always liked wrestling, and he's great on the mic, and he has a personality, and I think it's a great fit for him. Historically, um, if you look back on it, um, with pro wrestling, the, you know, ex-football players have always actually done really well. Yeah. You look, I mean, you, what do you got? The Rock, uh, you got Goldberg, you got Brock. I mean, you got a lot of people that were previous football players that did really well. So I, I think he, he's just that. off at the top of your head. Yeah, he's good in the ring. Pat McAfee's good. He's, you know, he's great on the mic. He's not bad in the ring for just starting out. Vader football player. Yeah. I don't know if you watched AEW this week, but um, I did. Kenny looks like a fucking star. I did. I like the route they're going with him. And then I really like the Darby Sting segments that they're doing. It seems like they're, uh, they're going to split Young Bucks and, and Kenny. Yeah, I see that. I, I, I like the Kenny, the Kenny, like what they're doing with him. I love the gimmick. He's, he's He seemed to be running around with the Good Brothers instead of the Young Bucks right now. The Young Bucks are all pissy about that. It's cool. It's cool. Story. Yeah, I wonder what like what direction they're going to go with it. Well, it seems like this, the, the direction that I'm picking up from it so far is Don Collis. It seems like they're they're already leaning into the fact that Don Collis is just manipulating Kenny. And- yeah, yeah, and that, that's what I that's what I get to. 
I like it. I like, I like the whole thing about Kenny it. is like, you know, Kenny Omega is inherently an egotistical prick. And all that Don Collis has to do is kind of feed into that. Yeah. And make him feel yep. Like, oh, you don't need anybody, Kenny. And that's kind of what they're doing. And they, there's the, the, there was a really funny bit. Me and my wife both laughed about it. Um, where, you know, Don Collis kind of got into an argument with the Young Bucks about the Young Bucks kind of be like, you need to leave Kenny alone. Kind of, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, sure enough, Don Collis shows up later with Kenny and he's got all this makeup on his face like he's got a black eye. And Kenny's all like, what happened to you? And, you know, he's like, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. You know, and, 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 and you know, as Kenny continues to press him, he's like, it's nothing, you know, you know, Kenny and Kenny, Kenny, it's, it's nothing. It's like, it's just, it's just Matt and Nick. Sometimes they just get mad. And, he, and so he basically just tried to pin on him like that Matt and Nick would be. Yeah. It was, it was just really funny shit. I like it. I like the direction it's going. It's in a way, it's kind of their their way to go against the Roman and, and the Paul thing. I, I I just like it. I like both ways that they're going with it, but very interesting. And I hope they keep riding it out. And I I want to see what they do with the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers. I want to see what happens that way. Well, it looks like they're putting them together next week. Yep. So I think I think they're going to get into it. Nah, I enjoy it. Young Bucks and Good Brothers together versus the Dark Order. And yeah, I, I I'm trying to figure out what the Dark, Dark Order is doing. You have to turn them babyface. They can't be healed. No. Everybody's cheering them and stuff, and they've and they've got Brody Junior out there with them. He's over as fuck too. Yep, he is over as hell. Um, and they're trying to get Adam Page to join, which I don't see it happening. But Adam Page is is a star in the movie. He is. That's a guy. We'll probably be talking about in about ten yep. years. Oh, I, I mean, like, and I, I didn't even, I didn't even believe him at first. I thought he was just kind of a goof. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I think that that shows the testament of really good pro wrestlers. Like, when you just watch them enough, and then you like them anyway. And it's not like the Young Bucks. I couldn't stand the fucking Young Bucks for years. I still don't care for them. I, I don't, really don't. But you know what? I watch their, I watch their show being the elite every Monday, and it's basically like. It's all kayfabe sketch com. It's like it's kind of funny. I guess I, I call it sketch com because I think everything they do is fucking yeah. funny. But um, um, but I guess uh, but it's all just kayfabe stuff that follows in you know the characters and the storylines and stuff. And they do it every Monday, and it's about fifteen or twenty minutes long. And if you've never seen it, you surely should tune in. It's fun. I've, I've checked it out. And, and well, the cool thing is, is like you know, if people, you know, because some people say, well, you know, I'd like to see more, you know, storyline stuff and more skits, you know, like and and, and it's all on BTE. It's really good. I, I like it because they're leaving AEW to what it should be is wrestling. Yeah, they're yeah they're not bloating the whole show with all that. Well, the thing is, is like if and if WWE didn't, you know, they've got three hours on Monday, and look how big their fucking yeah is, and people still on time. Every they got spring. seven hours in the week. And you see probably Everybody six matches. Well, I mean, even if there's more, dude, like, like how, like they've got fucking like hundreds of wrestlers, yep. and you probably only see probably twenty between those. Oh matches. yeah, it's yeah. Ridiculous. And then you know you tune into to any other show besides NXT because you know NXT stands in its own universe. But you tune into SmackDown and they've got to show you what goes on on Raw. And they they'll and if you keep if you count the clock, by the time the show's over, they've run up 30, 45 minutes of just showing recaps. Yeah, recaps, and then the same matches every every week. You know, like the the That's ending of tonight's SmackDown was Roman versus Pierce, and then. You know, KO comes out and it's it's the same thing every week, and it, it's just dragging. 
It's like how many times did we see Roman versus Baron Corbin? Yeah, yeah. Or how many? I don't know. And 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 that's not either guy's fault. You know, that's just like the. But the, I don't. They just. I don't. It's something about the way that they write and they book. They just book everybody in circles, and it's. And it's. I, I just don't get nope. it. That's why, I just like for the most part, too, I'm just keep up the highlights and stuff because I, I'm not gonna. Watch well, yeah, hell yeah, you can watch 20 minutes of the highlights and you get the whole, you know, the whole show. If I already see the match. If you guys keep showing me the same match, like maybe, and they do the 50 50 looking thing, so I'm just gonna pull two names out of a hat right now and then let's use an example. Okay, so let's say you got a feud with Seth Rollins and AJ Rollins. Yep. Okay, leading up to the pay per view. Okay, and what is the like three or four shows before pay per view? Yeah. You'll see Seth Rollins versus AJ for fucking four weeks in a tag match where one of them, and they'll, they'll give each other wins and losses back and forth, so nobody really gains any, any yep. fucking heat. And then, uh, I, I don't know, and so the, by the time the pay-per-views come, you've already seen it, and they've already basically done it. I don't, I, I just, I wish they'd do something. Yeah. I'm, I'm not an expert. I don't work in the business, so I can't tell you what to do different, but I wish it was something. I mean, but we're, you know, we're, in a way, we're, Giving them like their money and paying their bills because we tune in and watch and buy their merch. Like, give us something. Basically, I've kind of boycotted them at this point. I don't. I don't give them. My, I don't give them my clicks anymore because I'm just so disenfranchised. Yeah, I don't check it out. I, I mean, I watch AEW, but I'll watch Raw or SmackDown if nothing else is on. But like, if you know, if the Bucks are playing, I'm just gonna watch the Bucks. I'm not even gonna mess with SmackDown. I watched the first basketball game that I did in in fucking years the other day. What was it? Hold on. I think it was the Spurs versus, jeez, who was it, man? Gosh, I can't believe how long it's been. Let me think here for a second. It was on TNT. I think it was the, I think it was the Spurs versus. Probably the Suns or some shit. They always play the, the West team. But I was just watching because I was like, hey, basketball is I've been playing NBA Jam on the Sega Genesis, and that's been pretty dope. No, I mean, we can get in a little bit into video game talking, too. I ain't, I ain't worried about it. We're just going to chit chat and see where it takes us. And then, let's yeah. see. Uh, what else we got going on in wrestling? Um, I mean, what do you think about the Rumble? Uh, the Rumble is always my favorite pay-per-view. It always has been. There's nothing cooler. Then, you know, a bunch of dudes all fucking up in a ring for having to throw each other out. And, you know, they always just, even if there's not, like, a bunch of surprise gimmick dudes, it's just, I don't know, the sheer chaos of it I always like. Yeah. Who do you think's going to win it? I'm with, uh, I mean, the bet right now for the man is Daniel. And then for the women, I think it's Bianca Belair. I have to agree with Daniel, but I don't know. I don't. Man, they've, been they've been pushing her hard against uh, Bailey. Bailey, they've been pushing her. Um, and then I think the other ones, you know, obviously I think we're going to see Lesnar make an appearance. He's been gone since what, like. Uh, what about, um, did you see Nakamura in that gauntlet match a week or so ago? They finally, they turned him face. Yeah, they had him run a gauntlet match and he beat like yep. three dudes or something like that before he lost. Yep. Now Nakamura, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's getting pushed uh, out of the face, and they've they put him in some main event matches lately, so they just need to keep doing that. 
I hear that he seems like he hears because he's kind of like Randy Orton, or like he's lazy like seventy percent of the time until he gives a fuck. Yep. In the matches, and you see that with Randy, but to the point. I mean, he's he's I mean, he's able to do that now, and he puts people over. You know, I can't hate Randy. He he puts people over. Yeah, well, you know, like guys like Randy and Nakamura, they've already done everything and they've already proven yep. themselves. So they're just set collecting money. I'm with it. And I mean, I'm not, I'm all for it, dude. Just trying. Yeah. To if that's what make money, entertain, put people over. You know, that's that's what he's there for. And he's you know, Randy's still in great shape for his age and how long he's been there. I mean, he looks fine in the ring. Well, the interesting thing about him is he used to kind of be a shithead when he was younger. And there's nothing but oh, like yeah, those, about those him, stories. Yep, nice guy now. Yep, I remember those stories. So, I mean, you know, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna see him in the Rumble. I already know that. Um, I wonder what if Bray's gonna return. He's been gone for a while. It seems like Edge. Let me let me say about Randy Orton. There's um, there's a story back in the day about Randy Orton. Okay, it's pretty well known that he's a cigarette smoker. Actually, he might vape now, but that's besides the point. He was a cigarette smoker, and um, there's a story running around where he was, you know, and, you know, and kind of pulling up in the back of the show, and you know, a lot of the time, marks and like fans and stuff are kind of hanging around, hanging out around there, trying to meet the fucking wrestlers and shit. Yeah. Right? Well, Wharton comes up, and this guy, and he asks him for a cigarette. Right? You follow yeah. me? Guy says, "Sure, Randy." Fucking pulls out his pack of cigarettes and pulls out a cigarette to hand to Randy, right? Randy takes the pack and leaves the dude with the cigarette. <laughs> I, I mean, he's a, had a lot of incidents with, I mean, fans and even, even people backstage. I mean, I, I remember all of them. Yeah, and then, and then there's that infamous story about him supposedly always walking up and putting his junk in his hands and then forcing people to shake his hands right after he touches his junk. Yeah. And Randy used to be a shit. I mean, I can see it. He's, he's turned it around, and he seems pretty cool. I guess having a bunch of kids has turned it Yeah, because he's had like, big-time anger management issues, or anger issues. I remember that. Yeah, do you remember, I think it's been within a year or so, that where Randy was uh, fucking, he's on the Twitch or something playing some Call of Duty or something, and then he dropped the N-bomb. That was really funny. Yeah. Most people let it go because it was, you know, because like, uh, not that it makes a difference, and we're not going to get into that on this talk because that's, this is not a political show. But you know, he, I mean, he said it with an A. I mean, like, no, I'm, I'm not excused it, but it was just funny because I, he, I mean, it almost ruined him. Just, do you remember that? I'll send you a clip. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I was thinking of another time. Didn't he? Didn't he get in trouble for like? Didn't he poop in some like lady's bag? Yeah, I remember sure something like that. that. Yeah, I remember that too. So he's a, a lot of controversy. No. Yeah, he's like literally a piece of shit. He's at least turning around big so, time. Yeah. Have you seen the? Um, the Goldberg, uh, Drew McIntyre crap going on. I have, you know, Goldberg is the smartest wrestler in the industry. He's now. coming, getting a paycheck. And he works less than Lesnar. Yep. The only person, that, the only wrestler that works less than like both of them this past year has been Edge. He's signed for two years, and he has like I think a three match, three matches a year, and he hasn't been in since he got hurt in June. Like that motherfucker's collecting a paycheck too. Well, this is his neck. Like, I know he came back or whatever, but it's held together. 
Yeah, he looks good, though. He looks good in the ring. I think he suffered a torn tricep or something in Backlash. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Another person that's that's held together by fucking paper or paper clips and bubblegum is Dean O'Brien, and he's been holding on pretty well, though. You wouldn't know what. Daniel Bryan at least has the hindsight of beating the fuck out of him. Yeah, situation. and he had the... Unfortunately, he had a change of style of wrestling. Well, like, well he, the thing is, is he's changed at least twice now. He used to, you know, because, like, back in the Ring of Honor day, he used to go really oh, yeah. fucking hard. Shoot headbutts and shit. That's like Daniel Bryan. And I'm if he wins it, I wouldn't even be surprised. I mean, we want... They want... Daniel Bryan and Roman. Yeah. It seems like I mean that that's what they want. I don't want it, man, because all it is is just an, another way for them to put Roman over. I mean, and, and Roman's cool or whatever. I'm okay with him, but like, I don't know. The one person they should be putting over when they're not is Keith Lee. Man, Vince McMahon sure flip flopped. Yeah, actually sent him back down to NXT for I think a week. Yeah, exactly. After all that talk about how much he liked Keith Lee. Yep. And I don't think it's Keith Lee's problem. I think it's a Vince McMahon thing. He's just an old man. And all those wrestlers are his fucking action figures. And Red Dead is yeah. his fucking toy box. And he, play, and he plays with them. And sometimes he gets bored with a certain action figure. And he throws it back in the box. Yep. And he looks for a new one. And I know I know that that sounds like really overgrossly simplifying it, but that's what it really is. If you, like the Vince is just kind of a weird guy. If you yeah, know, very weird. I just why you know Triple H is. I hope he gets it soon. Motherfucker, you catch up on state. Yes, Kentucky type shit. Well, he was a hillbilly before he became yeah. make out all that money. I think that that's why he hates Southerners and shit. Yeah, I don't know. Vince is a yeah, very weird dude. Not a fan of it. But, you know, can't hate him. He gave us what wrestling is today. I think he's got some... Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I agree. I think he's got some sort of ism, though. He's is all about himself. I don't know. I just, I'm just saying I don't, he's got some sort of ism. I don't know what kind of ism it is, but he's got an ism. Yep. Or a tism. <laughs> or a schism. Or yeah. Like, like he's just a really weird, uh, idiosyncratic guy. He's very, he has, he's very set in his own ways. That, and and they're just his own ways. And like, they just like. I mean, it's his way just, or the highway. He's just a weird guy. Well, the thing is, is and, and the thing is, is that the the story always used to go with Vince is that he'd rather make a dime his way than a dollar somewhere else. And there's nothing, I guess, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you're wrong. But you that, know, you're and, wrong. And that's why, and you got to admit it. And he don't want to admit it. Well, then that's Vince don't care if he's wrong. He just he'd rather yeah. Lose he'll money. just be contrarian and find a way to just flip it. Um, it doesn't matter because he's he's it's, he's still gonna be there. Here's the weird thing. Do you think that WWE will thrive after he's gone, or do you think that everything really? Does I think I don't think WWE's going anywhere. I think it's ML, like MLB, NBA, NFL. It's 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 here for life. Yeah, it ain't going nowhere. You think so? 
I mean, I guess after Triple H for Shane and them, maybe, but not when Vince goes. I just wonder if, 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 like, if any of them could, like, or what if they sell it or something. I I mean, I can see that because it's on the stock market now. Are any spark like I don't I don't know this, so excuse my ignorance, but like. Are NBA and stuff on the stock market? They can't be, right? Because that doesn't seem right. It I seems mean, like it would. It seems like I haven't be a seen anything of, of that, but. But do you know, because it seems like it would be a conflict of interest, because once something is in a stock market and it's publicly traded, then it has to be influenced to make sure yeah. it makes the most yes. amount of money. Do you know what I'm saying? And something with something like a legitimate sport, if it was on a stock market, it it's, it can't be a product because then then people yeah. can invest yeah. it to make money out of it. You know, like it's not a product, so to speak, like okay. WWE is. So like, so I so I guess that's what I wonder. Like, will 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 like people like like Vince and Shane or, or let's redact that like like Triple H and Shane and all them like will they be able to? Please, these stock market people are like, how's that? Yeah, going I mean, that—that's the thing. I don't know. Because they're, they're the only yes. So then, following that, what company crashes first, AEW or WWE? <laughs> well, here's the thing: is, is I don't even I don't even know if we should talk about that because how many times have we talked about like not to go off subject slightly, but Impact? How many times have we talked about Impact crash and Impact? Yeah, started? but and, and they're about. good product. They Impact's, great. Here's here's the thing though: if Impact AEW has to be here, right, if it that's right because Impact's done absolutely yeah. everything wrong and still lived. Impact actually, I don't know if you know this, uh, Drew. But if you look at it on paper, um, Impact has actually lasted longer than WCW did. Isn't that crazy? I don't feel like it, but I can see that. No, exactly. It does not feel like it. But, but yeah, Impact has been in business longer than WCW. That's wild. Hey, I mean, early TNA stuff was amazing. And they started, what, it was, uh, well, here's, here's what was it, 2002? Here's a well, I think it was what two thousand two or something. Yeah, I, and I remember that um, we started watching that. Me and you, when we were young. Yeah, I remember watching. Had it. one of those um, modern satellites, so we were able to get everything for pay per view free because for a long time, that show you could only watch it every week by by paying like fifteen bucks or something like that, which is really expensive. Expensive. No, maybe it was cheap. Maybe it was more like seven or eight bucks, but still, to watch a wrestling show, you'd have to pay eight bucks a week. And like so, thank goodness that we watched, we had it on satellite because it, like we watched all that time, and then eventually it like got picked up by cable television, and they had explosion and stuff like that. And yeah, and, and that's like you know thirty two forty dollars a month. It's ridiculous because they yeah, I can't I can't okay. imagine actually having to pay for that. But I'm so I'm glad that we had that hacked up satellite, dude. I hope no I hope the fucking. Nobody's listening to shut you down for that, but whatever. That was years ago. Statue of limitation. And this started out as what? It was NWA, not total nonstop action, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were they were connected to the NWA because you know, like there's still remnants of the NWA left, and I guess then there still are because Billy Corgan from yep. Smashing Pumpkins bought them. He cares about wrestling, but he's a fucking nut job. I don't. I'm not going to talk they about all him because Jeff Jarrett's a fucking nut job. Dude, like, like, man. Remember, 
like I said, this is not a political show. This is a this is a sports show, my man. And let me tell. I'll tell you some stuff about Billy Corgan if this show, once the show goes off the air. Watch, dude. He's gonna get your show shut down. <laughs> it's on Spotify. He's probably gonna listen to it. Welcome, yeah, yeah, dude. Like I said, dude, Billy Corgan is nuts. I love, I love, I love Smashing Pumpkins, and I love the NWA. But he's got some yeah. crazy personal. And then remember the Global Force Wrestling crap that started up. That didn't. Dude, well, here, let me, let's take a step further. Do you remember what Jeff Jarrett was doing during that? He, do you, have you ever seen those cash for gold commercials where they tell yeah. people to send them their gold jewelry for money? He had one of those things going while the gold commercials was going. And, and he had commercials like telling old people to send in their cash for gold and stuff. I was like, dude, I cannot fucking believe this. Like, it's, it yeah, just seems like the biggest I mean, game in the world. I don't know. Jeff Jarrett seems like a. Nah. I've never liked him. He's a carny. They're all carnies. So, yeah, I think that, you know, I think AEW will be fine. And here's the thing, you know, like, here, let's like, let's talk about a couple just really interesting, neat factoids. Okay, for the one, okay, AEW actually within the first couple months made more than oh, yeah. and Drew yeah. and TNA ever. Their whole, now, that, that's not even a knock on TNA. That just shows how good of a job AEW has done. Number two, here's the the next interesting factor. This one's going to blow your mind even more, bro. Okay. Do you remember when TNA, and this is, they were still TNA at the time, so I can say this. When TNA tried to go ahead with Raw, and they went on Mondays, and I actually watched that episode, and here and here's, like, this is a segue. Okay, I'm going to try to stay on track here, but you know how I get with this shit. Here, a really interesting factoid about that episode is that, um, like, you'd flip on the one episode, it was like the fucking 90s. You'd watch Impact, TNA, whatever, and you saw the click. You saw, like, Kevin Nash and X-Pac and, like, like fucking basically the NWO. And you saw Sting and Jeff Jarrett, and they were on TV, and I was like, this is fucking crazy. And then you'd flip over to Raw, and it was Bre- – and, and that was the week that they were doing the reunion yeah. with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. So, so you'd flip to WWE and you'd see Brett and Sean standing in the ring, and you'd flip over to fucking Impact and you'd see the fucking NWL. And I was Man. like, what fucking year is it? But I was, I was thoroughly entertained. Anyway, the point is that ep- that episode, right? Okay. By the way, we also know how that turned out. Yeah. Impact did not do well, right? More people watch that episode of Impact than have watched any episode of Raw this year. And that's not even a knock on Raw. That's a knock on just how much wrestling in general. Yeah, I remember it, it, it was falling for a while, a couple of years ago, and it picked back up. But, yeah. Well, that, that's just it, dude. More people watch that episode of Impact than, than watch wrestling now. And it's crazy because back then, social media wasn't even big, big like that. I mean, it wasn't even really that. then at all, so... Well, the thing is, is back then we all laughed and said, see, Impact only did this many numbers. They didn't do nearly as good as WWE, right? But, but now we look at the numbers, and Impact did better than, than wrestling. Like I said, WWE, AEW, whoever does better, did better than wrestling does. NWO, bro. That's what it's about. And like I said, but there's, that could be attributed to a couple of you know, wrestling has fallen down and it's not as popular as it once was. But two, I think it's also just television. People aren't watching television as much these days. A lot of people are cutting the cord. I cut the cord. Oh, I'm yeah. I'd rather really just be there in person. And I think COVID's killed it. TV. You know, I just, TV yeah, I just got YouTube sucks. TV. 
actually paying like a fucking like two hundred bucks for a phone and TV and internet. Yeah, no, I I got YouTube TV and I don't even pay for it. I mean, YouTube TV's in school. Hey, wait, I thought about renewing YouTube TV, but um, I heard that the no on there anymore. Kai's on Netflix, I think now. Oh, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. Netflix picked it up. Oh man, so good! I, I can't wait for the next season. It's always good, dude. Did, did it? Let me ask you something. Did it ever make? Did it happen to make you go back and watch? Um, it? I had Terrence do it because he never saw them, and he he got addicted to watching them. I watched. Man, two and uh, besides the besides the dumb one with uh, what's her name. That was that one was. I mean, it was all right, nothing amazing, but I wouldn't go back and watch it. I don't remember none of the parts from it. I didn't. I didn't like her growing up, though. Anyway, she kind of sucked. Yeah, she seemed like the resting bitch face. So nah, but yeah, watch the new season. Fantastic. Now I think season four should be. It uh, might be summer, but or I think they're working on it now. Let's see. I'm watching um, AEW right now, Dark, and it looks like that that one chick has got a Goku outfit on. Because all wrestling just over a bunch of cosplayers now, as Jim Cornette would say. Yeah. Jim Cornette sucks, but. So what do you? So there's been rumors going around about AJ Styles on leaving WWE for AEW. Um, I mean, he said business is business. He's gonna go where's what's best for AJ Styles, and he likes a uh, WWE or WWE. He likes everything about it. I don't think he's gonna leave. I don't see him. No way, but how much would an impact would it make if he sure? If he I think man? he's gonna be about the money, but yeah, I mean, he would be huge in AEW. Well, the interesting thing is, you know what people don't really realize? The AEW guys get paid well. That's why yeah, he wants money now. I mean, that's that, and he said he's open to going back to WWE, but it's about money. You know what people don't realize? Did you know Tony yeah. Khan, the guy that, that owns AEW? Oh, yeah, they own the Jaguars, they own all kinds of stuff. That's right. They, I they think own, they own like a soccer yeah, team or something, and yeah, they got money. And do you, do you know where all that money comes from? This is what's really interesting. His dad basically owns the auto, uh, yeah, chip yep. of the auto parts industry here in the United States. They they produce like the most amount of bumpers. Yeah, I mean they got like money. That. They're business people. AW's not gonna fail. It'll. No, not they, they've got plenty of money. Dude, have you? I don't know. Here's another thing that's been really neat. There's been a couple times now recently where they've paid. They've paid the rights to songs, like um, Jungle Boy's got this fucking like movie theme song. I'll, I'll, like I can't even remember the name of it, but like I heard it, and I was like, holy shit! And I looked into it. Tony Khan that's paid awesome. the rights for, for like for life. They got the Tom Waits song. They paid for a really expensive Tom Waits song for uh, the Brody Lee package. I'm not a huge Tom Waits fan, so I can't tell you the name of the song, but you know, Tom Waits yeah. is really expensive when it comes to buying the rights of his music. And I guess Tony said that he bought the rights to it in, per- in perpetuity, which means basically forever. So that, that and so that's fucking expensive. Like, 
I don't know. And that's something I think that's missing in, in wrestling is just like you don't have to produce everything in-house. It's cool to go ahead and do it sometimes, but, like, there's nothing wrong with paying the money to, to get a good old song from yeah. a fucking band that everybody likes and knows. Especially with the fact that a lot of indie wrestlers already do that anyway, and then they come to, they come to something like that, and then they have to pay. I mean, the... So I think it's really cool when Tony's paying for songs like that. He got Jungle Boys, uh, some theme song he used on the indies. I mean, because, like, that just shows that he cares about his, his wrestlers. He does. Supposedly, he's a really good. Boss I can see that. Really he's yeah. Because he like he 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 loves wrestling. Man. So like so who's your who's your favorite who's your favorite dude right now? Who's Total WWE everywhere or what? I love Tiger Suplex. Um. Everywhere. Who's your favorite dude right now? Honestly, I. I've been watching a lot of uh, Walter. Man, and you know what? I, I think I, I like. Yeah, I think he's the best in WWE. Um, he's not my fa- favorite dude, but I like. Dude, for, as far as wrestling goes, he's probably my favorite to watch in WWE, simply because, like, uh, kind of to go back in time a little bit, his style is reminiscent. Of what made me leave leave WWE back, like when Cena's little reign of terror was going, yep. Cena was beating everybody, and everybody hated him. Like you know, when I started watching that stiff, uh, some of the stiff uh, indie wrestling at the time, like the, the golden age of Ring of Honor. It sucks now, obviously, and like the Japanese stuff. Walter wrestles very yep, similar yep. to like Kentucky. And if you remember, I brought that up, and I said, dude, he reminds me so much of like yeah. Japanese style. Well, the thing is, is it's very specific kind of Japanese style, and and story, and you know, if, to give a little history lesson, like a lot of people think that all Japanese stiff wrestling is strong style, but but it's not strong style. Not, I'm not going to go on a huge tangent about this, but strong style is is a specific style to New Japan, right? And like guys like Kobashi and Musawa and stuff like that, they didn't wrestle for New Japan. They wrestled for all Japan, and then eventually they left and formed their own company, Noah. But the style that they uh, did was called King's Road, and it's a bit different than Strong Style. And if you look at Walter, he wrestle. He doesn't wrestle Strong Style. He wrestles King's Road. It's fucking awesome. Nasty fucking head drops. Nasty suplexes. Nasty lariats. Nasty chops. Everything looks like it fucking murders you. Oh yeah, like he he can do all like I feel like he can go toe to toe with really anyone in any style. Who? You know who he kind of reminds me of? Yes, Takeshi Morishima. Used to call him Sierra. (laughs) About that either. So you, just to, to give you a visual image if, to remind you of who I'm talking about. He was a big hoss motherfucker that, that, that wrestled very similarly to Walter. And that's who Walter reminds me of. Vince looked at him, but he didn't like. He didn't think he was in very good shape. And it was back in the day, so he, he didn't pick him up. Okay, so like, are you, are you aware of the... I, yeah, I like that. I like them a lot. 
Okay, so you, like you know that that the, the the bunnies, that's that that hot chicks, that's Allie from um, Impact, and then you know like then there's like the Blade, who's like he's like the, the young guy that's ripped. Okay, have you seen the old guy that like comes out the monocle and he's kind of heavy yeah. set and he's bald, he's got the big mustache and shit. Do you know who the fuck that is? That the, that that is the yep. fucking guitarist to a fucking. Yep, metal it was um back in high school. Uh, Andy Williams. I want to say every time I die. Yeah, dude, he fucking yeah, and he's fucking awesome, dude. Like, it, it, I somebody brought that up one time, like months and months ago, when they they first started uh, airing. They was like, "That's Andy Williams," and I was like, "Why does that name sound familiar to me?" And I looked it up. Yeah, and, like, and he's oh, he's shit. solid. Like, cool. he does it really well. Hey, I did. I yeah, I got rid of it. Hulu, right. I need to get it back. Oh, maybe I'll have to give you my password. Well, I was going to say, um, they just put the I think I got all for like three free months or something, okay. but there's nothing on there for a while, so I, I dropped it, but I might get it back. They got the David Arquette documentary on there. I right? heard so of it. I'm going to have to check it out. Have you heard of it? It's, like, it's called You Can't Kill David Arquette, and uh, they should be paying me for this. Um, it's called You Can't Yield David Arquette and he's uh, you know basically trying to train to be a wrestler again because he felt so bad about the WCW thing and then putting in the champion on him and his legacy of like everybody kind of like roll their eyes and hate him in wrestling because you know David Arquette really loved wrestling and he was actually against the idea of them putting the belt on him and he kind of got they, they kind of got DDP to talk him into it dollar Debbie, but I'm gonna check it out obviously because I'm off tomorrow, anyways. And he made it to Owen Hart, Brian Pillman's families. Yeah, I'm gonna check this out. Yeah, David Arquette. Oh, yeah, and here's the thing because you know where we're from. Like, okay, we had the the Bob Ross exhibit because he did he started all his paintings here and stuff, right? Do you remember? You know, you've heard about that, right? The Bob Ross exhibit that they're doing right now, yeah, yep. David Arquette came to town. For that, and he donated some paintings and did a class because he was super into Bob Ross. And I learned that from Randy because he worked down there at the hotel still. And I used to work there a couple of years ago with him. That's a cool gig. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. I mean, my B day is in what 30 minutes, and I'm off tomorrow. Dude, I think I'd do something podcasting because I know so much random bullshit facts, and I could just keep talking. Start doing them. I mean, I I enjoy doing it. I made this is my third episode now. And... People to fucking ask or just get me talking about something specific. Hold on, here's another thing I need to talk about. Um, <coughs> well, sorry about that. I'm smoking weed. <coughs> sorry about that, viewers. Do we even have anybody listening? No, nah, we're recording it now to go on uh, Spotify probably tomorrow. Well. Um... Let's see. Oh, damn, I already lost my train of thought. Um, I was about to ask you about somebody and what your opinion was on them. Okay, who do you think is uh, right now the most underutilized uh, guy? Uh, and I, I guess maybe not so much an up-and-comer or a new guy, but just somebody that you think has been there for a while and isn't being used as much as he should. Anywhere, on any roster. You say most like underrated wrestlers. Yeah, underrated as in that's been there for a while, not somebody that's new, like not a breakthrough. 
Um, Cesaro, Chad Gable. God, Cesaro is the saddest story that there ever was, isn't he? Man. That motherfucker uh, should be yeah, times by now. It's, it's crap. I, I mean, mean he, he's, he's so fucking legit strong. He's beast, and they don't use him. But, I mean, I he's one of them. Um, I, think that's a I mean, I, I, Chad Gable could have been the next Kurt Angle. That's showing the G shit. That's stupid. Oh, you know yeah, it was dumb. Um, Robert Rude. Man, I think Robert yep. Rude's best days are just behind him. I don't even mean to knock against him, but he's old. Yeah, I mean, he ain't getting nothing anytime soon. Um, You know what? Another one that, ne- like, yeah. he's talented and they never did it, and they just threw the 24-7 on him is Akira Tozawa. Come on. What about Alistair Black? Where's he even at? And he cut a bunch of fucking goofy promos from the closet saying, come fight me. And you know, like from the closet. And then he just disappeared. Like, and then uh, that's somebody I really liked a lot too. And they didn't just didn't do anything. I don't even know where he's at now. I haven't heard or seen anything from him. And he's got everything. He's got a good look and he's got a nice move set. Yep. Yep. I bet you you Vince didn't like him because he looked satanic or some shit. Probably. Probably. He's not. He's not built. Religious, but Vince just doesn't really like that look. Yeah, and he's not built like like Braun Strowman, so he he just doesn't care. Yeah, you know Vince likes his big boys. So. I ain't seen Braun Strowman in a while either. Okay, who's a breakthrough young guy that you think is really like that could be the start of tomorrow? Darby Allen. Darby, dude, Darby is just like he's got everything that that our generation liked. You know, jackass yep. That kind of stuff. I love the direction they're going with him and Sting. It is perfect. Definitely uh, MJF. I really he's great. Um, Man, I don't even think it's fair to talk about MJF because everybody just knows how fucking good that guy. He is. reminds me of a young Jericho. Man, I think he just reminds me of his own guy. Kind of, but you know, if, I guess if he does remind me, he kind of reminds me of like. Gosh, I, I still can't think of comparison. Um, Mr. Perfect, kind of. I like I like that comparison a little bit. I was. You want to know what, though? This isn't a knock against MJF. I guess it kind of is. He's not the best wrestler. No, but he's young and he's getting better. But, man, on that mic and those promos, I'm telling you. Yeah, I hear that he never turns it off. It's like if you run into him anywhere, he's always MJF. He will not break character for anything. And and that's good, you know. And Seth Rollins was like that for a while when he was a first time, like when he was first to heal, he was like that. Because you know, I got that tattoo and I uh, showed it to him. I was like, "Yo, send me an autograph." He's kind of a dick to you, yeah, he was he was acting like a like his you know his gimmick, and I was like, "Hey, send me an autograph for." He goes, "No, you get one like congratulations." And well, I, I well, I hate to tell you this, but Seth Rollins supposedly really is just a dick. I can see it, you know, Supposedly, but eh, it is what it is. He, he's, he's, he thinks he's the shit, and he he top dog, and the, I mean, he's with Becky Lynch. I can't. Blame him. He's got a great life. I can't blame. Him. He's yeah, he's kind of an asshole. He really thinks that he's the shit. His shit don't stink. I mean, look at his track record. I can see that. On Twitter and stuff. 
Yep. He followed me on Twitter, though, after that, but I don't know. I tell you, some of the nicest people I'll talk to, though, uh, Kurt. Nice guy. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, the, some of the nicer ones, uh, Kurt Angle, he's extremely nice. Like, CM Punk is kind of a dick. Everybody knows that. I don't know. It's, it's I, I guess I'm, I kind of feel like a kindred spirit because I'm kind of an asshole, too. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely definitely see CM Punk being a dickhead to people in person. I tried, I tried to meet him at the show, and he fucking ran away from me. He, like, ran away from me. That was kind of an ass. Kind of being a little fucking mark. <laughs> uh, what about meeting uh, Shawn Michaels? That was pretty fucking cool. My mom was probably more stoked than I was because she had a boner for him. My mom was super Shawn. I mean, Shawn. Shawn was great. When he retired, me and my mom watched that episode on the couch, like next to each other on the couch, and we both just bawled like babies because we both love Shawn Michaels. He's probably my favorite. Because he's, I mean, he's great. Yeah, he's one of literally one of the best to ever do it. He belongs on any top list ever, because you know the thing is, he's just oh yeah, he really can do everything. He was a great actual wrestler. He's great promo. He had a great look. Like I, I, like he can do anything. Agreed, and. On any like in, another in, person in, that should be up here is Jericho. Yeah, agreed. The thing is, is Sean and Jericho both those two dudes are so good. They're yeah. Knock against him. He's not. So you're uh, cutting in and out. I said, I said, like the only. Can you hear me now? Yeah. So the only knock I got against Jericho is somebody the other is his body shape, dude. He's not looking in the best of shape right now. And I wouldn't say shit because he's older or whatever, right? Except for right now I'm looking at Billy Gunn and Billy Gunn looks incredible. Um like fucking incredible. Um and and number two, like look at Hulkster at the same age. Somebody showed a picture just the other day and Hulk Hogan at the exact same age as, as uh Jericho looked fucking ripped and shredded. Looked fucking yeah, it's fucking just ripped, dude. Like, looking, he's looking jacked, brother. No, Jericho's not looking the like. I don't know what it is, and it seems like every week he too fucking much. He's 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 built like a like a a melting candle, dude. The thing is, is from week to week. Here's the weird thing: like one week he'll look like shit, and the next week. He'll look kind of okay, and then the next week he'll look like shit again. Like I said, it's awful because I'm looking at Billy Gunn right now because he always wrestles with his fucking kids on the L. Dark. just straight wrestling. All the show. No, they're not bad, but the, the, they, for one, they look just like their fucking dad. Just two, like Billy is like 56, 57, and the dude fucking looks like he, he still wins body. He still goes to bodybuilding competitions and shit like that. He's in the best shape he's ever been in, just like Edge. You know, Edge was when he came back was in the best shape I ever seen him in. The point I'm getting at is that Jericho don't really have an excuse because he don't he care. He don't need to. He's already the goat. I mean, like, there's nobody as versatile as Jericho. Was. No, and anyone would hire him right now. He can be a fat, lazy old bastard. Jericho's won titles in Mexico, America, and Japan. 
He's the GOAT. His resume proves it. And if anyone says otherwise, they're He's just – there's only one thing that people knock against, and I and and because people will bring the argument up that he how like, I mean like I think to be the goat you also have to to be a top draw and Jericho's, like he's he's a good draw but I don't think he's ever been the main draw. Oh no, AEW when he first came over there, he was the reason for it. But like uh, I think Moxley he, took that soon as Moxley. It was it was it was cool that he was there, but there there was tons of people that everybody else wanted to see. Yeah, but when the motherfuckers when they play his song, bro, the whole arena sings it like that. Dude, tells people, you something. You know, I thought people are sick of that. I think it's dope. I love the song. I know it on acoustic guitar and shit, but like, but but if you look online, people are sick of it. Yeah, but they're the same ones probably singing it at home. Man, I don't know. When, I don't, when, I don't when know. it first started, I think he was the top draw, but. I think that went away, and then it became like like Omega and Moxley. I think to an outsider, he looks like the top draw. But I don't know. Think of it this way: he's not the top draw only on based on this fact. Okay, AEW was all came out of the success of All In, right? Yeah. And I don't know if you know how that started, but basically the way that started is Cody Rhodes was off on his little tangent when he was wrestling on the Indies, and he made a bet. Uh, or, or like, no, a fan reached out to Dave Meltzer and says, hey, Dave, do you think that like the Ring of Honor could sell out so many people like 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 half a million? What, I don't know the fucking number. I'm not good with numbers. But he said he bet Dave Meltzer. He's like, or he asked him like, hey, do you think that Ring of Honor with the Young Bucks and Cody, yada, yada, do you think they could sell out this big a number? And Dave Meltzer said, absolutely not. There's no fucking way. And Cody Rhodes popped in on Twitter and says, I'll take that bet right now, Dave. Shoot to a couple months later and all in and they had they sold it out and they did it and it was the biggest it was the biggest indie show that there's ever been. And you know, there's a couple of New Japan there's a couple guys from everywhere and all in. Right. And it, but, it, but it basically proved to the world that a non WWE show could fucking still sell out a show and people cared about wrestling that wasn't WWE. Oh yeah. So so then that's when Tony Khan got involved and they they formed AEW. But it was but you know, like Basically, you know, um, I can't even remember what point I was getting at. What were we talking about? Shit. Uh, Jericho. Oh, yeah. That's right. Thank you. Jericho had nothing to do with that show. No, but, you know, when it, when, nothing, when it was said that he was going to AEW, it was huge. Sure it was, but 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 the thing is, is like that, the Jericho was nowhere near that show and it sold fucking oh, no. like But you want to know who helped that? When uh, Punk was in town for those t- those T-shirt things and stuff, dude, people thought he was coming. Yeah, but the, but the thing is, is, it sold out before that was even announced. Oh yeah, I mean, it was just it was different, and you know, people wanted my something point, different. My point is, is that Jericho is a b- big draw, but he is not the main draw. He's never been the top draw. He's not the top draw of AEW. He wasn't the top draw of WCW. He wasn't the top draw of WWE. Like that's and, no. and that's he I, ain't I, never been it for a long anything. period of time. But I think when AEW first first I'm just started, saying that that's what a lot of people's disagreement is. If he's the, that's why he can't be the goat. I think it was when it first first started. He was a top draw, and I think it just Moxley Moxley like. That was huge. Um, you just—I think you—you you have to—you have to be like—you have to draw fucking like I don't know huge numbers to to get it to be a go. Like, I mean, Hogan, Hogan, you know, The Rock, Stone Cold, 
Jericho never drew numbers compared to any of those guys. No. Or even like, I mean, like I even hate to bring up other territories, but like even Mexico, somebody like El, El Santo, Mystico, Jericho never drew numbers like those guys. Jericho's never drawn, drawn as big as Liar or Messiah. I think it was just, and it was just one time love, in the beginning yeah. AEW, and that was it. Just because it was like, oh shit, Jericho's actually, because like we didn't so think I it was going to Jer- happen. I love Jericho. He's on the list. He's on the list, but he's not the goat. No, no. But you know, like you can call him you can call him a goat because like he's on the short yeah. list. He's a goat. He deserves it. Everything he's done, he's done great shit. He's never done something awful. Nope. Except for personal views, and we can talk about that off the show too. Yeah. So or wait, hold on. Do you give a fuck about what? About talk about politics on the show? Are you worried about if we talk about politics and turn off some of your viewers? Um, I mean, I guess it don't matter if they want to listen. Don't fuck. Well, what I mean is, like, are you worried about if Trumpy voters listen nah, to you? Don't if, we, if they don't want to listen, don't listen. To it. You know that Jerica donated fucking tons of money to Trump, right? I can see it. It's on paper that he donated thirty six thousand. Yikes. And that that does rub me a little bit wrong in it. And the thing is that that has nothing to do with wrestling. Wrestling wise, he's fantastic. He, he is a go, but that makes me like him a little bit less. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of that. But knowing that he, okay, dude, he donated more money than than I I I fucking like. I I know I know that like there's a lot of people that don't make that much a year. No. He donated that to Trump. Like you can't find something better to donate that to. Anything, yeah, dude. Anything else? You might as well set the shit on fire. Anyway, like, <laughs> not because Trump's a fucking dumpster fire, and I am happy he's out of there. Yes, but Jay Chris Jericho was a hardcore Trumper. He was he was a COVID denier. He's he's uh, you know like all kinds of stuff. He thinks COVID's a hoax. He's all he's a, he's kind of a right wing nut job. Yeah, it's a shame, but he's older. That makes sense. It is, yeah, he is older. I tried to tell that, you know, Jericho's a boomer. Uh, I know we're coming up on an hour. I like to keep it around that. Um, sure. So we'll, we'll kind of end it with a few things. Um, best. Did you have questions or comments? So, yeah, best WWE wrestler of all time. Who do you, who do you got? Like anything, wrestler anything, or... any, just entertainment, wrestler, total package. Yes. WWE, the total package, best WWE wrestler of all time. I don't, I don't think that you could argue that it's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I really don't. I mean, Michaels, it's a Stone Cold. Like, what's the name you think? Michaels, it's Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. It's Michaels, Stone Cold, and uh, and Hulk are probably the top three ever. Yep. For WWE, and then you get into Taker, and then like Rick. And yeah, and then the anybody Rock, else, yep. sure. Everybody order everybody else however the fuck you want, but it's but it's Sean uh, Austin and Hulk. Yep. And it don't even matter how shitty a Hulk can or can't wrestle. It doesn't. You know Hulk is Hulk's done what he's done. He's he's ruined his legacy. He said shit that he shouldn't. Have, that that goes with whatever. But within the realm of what we're talking about, like I said, you know, the same thing with Jericho. If we we we're not talking about politics, like Jericho's a shit bag. But if we're talking about in wrestling, Jericho's the yeah, shit. Yeah, and the motherfucker gets pops right. when Hogan returns. The place erupts. That's right, and the, the the rating always goes up a bit, um, and there's still to this day that people that don't know what wrestling is, but they still say that thing that Hulk Hogan does. 
there will probably never be as big a star as Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold in the wrestling business ever never. again. Never. Nope. I think. And that, um, I mean, you got to put Cena in that area. Just be, I mean, just for longevity. The thing is, is I had a conversation with that about my old uh, trading card buddies actually real recently about that. And I, and we, we want, I want to put Cena in there. I really do because he's contributed so much, but here's the thing. He was on the lowest washed era. You know what I mean? Like, like he did contribute a lot, but here's the thing is what moment did he have that stands up to the moments of any of those? Okay. Let's say, let's even say your boy Kurt Angle. Let's use Kurt Angle for example. What moment did Cena have? Did Cena have any moment that stands up to any big no, moment that Angle no. had? And any, I just think, like you na- said, it was in the lowest well, era. Name a, name a big, name a big Cena angle. Name a big moment, something that was like, whoa. Name Cena's milk truck. Name Cena's. Name Cena's throw the belt off the bridge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Every, all the greats had a moment. You can name tons of moments for Flair, for 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 Undertaker, for 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 fucking any of those guys. But you can't name one for Cena because like he didn't really do anything. He was kind of like Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund was like he was the champion in an era where there's nobody and it sucked and it was boring. Man, yeah, and that's nothing against that's nothing against Cena. Cena is a really great guy, and he's done so much for the. I think the only thing I can think of that was like, oh shit, was the whole rap battle thing, which was kind of cool. But that's about it. Like, that's what you remember. But that's more of a gimmick. That's in a moment. Okay, well, what? Okay, so then the what rap battle would have been like the one that you could think of. The only one that I ever think of offhand is the one where he tore up Big Show. Yeah, I mean, like, remember when he? I think what did he get Big Show the? What was it? The Fu or whatever. Yeah, but then I also remember Kurt Angle coming up and stealing the show and saying that the different, like, see, yeah. that's what I mean. That wasn't even Cena's moment. That was Kurt Angle's moment. Kurt Angle comes out and see. I, I think what helps Cena is he's better. He he's more make outside of WWE. He does like so much. I thought, yeah, and the thing is, is you know, like he does. Like I said, there's nothing not taking away anything. No, because he, he carried does. wrestling for a he's long time. Great. Carry WWE, WWE yeah. carry right, but like, um, and then that's what I mean. Like he, and then that's the thing. That's actually not. That's not a compliment. That's more of a detriment to Cena. He carried WWE when there wasn't shit on it. You know, like I said, that's why he's Bob. And it just was. I mean, it wasn't Bob his Batman. fault, unfortunately. But yeah, it's sure. I'm not even blaming Cena, but that's. I guess so. A lot of contributing factors like that say that he he can't be on. He can't be on the WWE list. No. Like um, I don't know. I'm sure we can both name five guys in the top five, and none of them would. Be no, Cena. no. But I think like when you you just have to put Cena in the conversation of, I guess I guess top twenty. I'd put him in the yeah. top twenty for sure. But when you think of wrestling, and maybe you even do top think 15. I think you know you think of Cena. You do. I don't know, dude. Like that—that's what I mean. Wrestling is at an all-time low. People don't give a fuck about wrestling like no. they used to. Do you remember how popular it used to be when we were kids, Drew? When we were kids, no matter where the fuck you went, you'd go to the fucking store. You'd go out to eat. No matter where you went, there was a wrestling yeah. shirt because it was that fucking popular. It was the most popular thing on the planet. Like now, you go, you man, you ain't gonna see no wrestling shirt fucking nowhere. Hell Nobody no. gives a fuck about. Not even that. fucking hot topic no more. Right, so you know what I mean. Like you're not going to see it no. anywhere, but 
so so like this and that's not Cena's fault like I said that's not like I'm not no, blaming yeah. anybody but I'm saying but it's it's facts yeah, like I that mean, he doesn't have that nobody. like that big big it moment like that you you just remember I know what you mean but Cena, Cena is the only star that they've made, though. Like, really, maybe I uh, like, like, and that ain't even knock against Punk, but still, I guess Punk's the only one that's even close. But Cena is the only real star that they. So had. I guess era then, if you go eras, then Cena is like of this era that we just watched. But do you put him over Brock? Um. So what is Brock is Let me ask you so much, but no, I think Brock's better. Is Brock is Brock a that's what I was gonna say. Well, the question is: Is Cena a bigger star than Brock? I think they're equal. I think they're like so. To okay, them, it's like you, Rock and Stone Cold. Okay, you, like Stone Cold bigger, you, but both are great. It, okay, if if it is okay, Lauren, let me ask you this question: You walk up to random Joe on the street. Which name are they gonna? Depends. Be is it kids? Is it uh, adults? What is it? I think it's Brock because for Brock I, I think if you ask kids, they're gonna say Cena. But I think if you ask. Anyone at the age of fifteen and up, they'll say Brock. I don't know, man. Brock has been back on WWE for at least the past five, six, seven years. Think about that. I didn't. I know that time flies. And I think it's more of those. It's kind of like the Jordan Lebron thing. If you ask older people, they're going to say Jordan probably. But if you ask anyone younger, they're going to say Lebron. Like I would take Brock over Cena. Um, but. I don't know if I agree with that, Drew. I, I think I, I think that the I think the more kids that still know Brock. Maybe. I don't know. I mean it's hard telling, but and think about it, Brock's been more active than Cena. Yeah, but years. kids love Cena for some reason. They did when he was on TV. I don't know. I think I mean I think Brock's the bigger draw. That's that, that's what I was really wondering, and like, and like, I mean, think about that, like, then so you know, just factors like that. Cena, Cena can't be on the list. No, he's not. He's not on no like top ten list. Not but you know, when you think of WWE, I do think Cena gets he he'll get brought up. Yeah, like you said, top yeah. twenty, top twenty all time, and then anything that? like two thousand, I think five till today. I mean, any wrestler like he just gets brought up. Like I, uh, if you if we're talking about like WWE because because that was your like question. the newer what what is the new era called or whatever what do they call it PG era so there you go Cena's more like you talk PG era you get brought up with Cena and all that yeah man the PG era and like I said who else from the PG era fucking Roman. Randy Roman, uh, Randy got the same luck that Cena did, and you know, like due to the fact that we have yeah. culture. Randy and, and Cena both became memes. So uh, fucking Batista, or old Orange Cassidy, he's a meme, so people like him. So then let's let's okay, so we'll we'll finish with uh, give me we'll go with three of your top. So top three dream matches. What do you want to see? Any federation, any era. Does that have to be anything? Dead? Anyone you want. The top three dream matches. Okay. And we'll make it even better. Put it in different feds. So if you knew New Japan against somebody in AEW or WWE or WWF or TNA. 
Okay, let's take let's take the top two supposedly the top two uh, five star ratings pullers of all time. Let's take um, New Japan's Kazuchiki Okada versus All Japan's Mitsuharu Kawa. That's that's one right off the bat, dude. Fucking oh my god, that shit right there. Because you know those two dudes are fucking just like Okada. Like I don't know how much of Okada you've watched, but man, you would be in love with it. No, yeah, I, I like Okada. Okay, let's see. So, hmm, another one. Let's find. A I don't know if it's ever been a match, but I would like to see like like a Tiger Mask versus like yeah. Ric Flair. I think it would be interesting because I mean they both you know they both got their share of five star matches, especially in the eighties. And here's another one. What about Great Muda? Oh, that 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 would uh, that would be crazy. I think. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. Oh man, can you imagine the like imagine like promos? Dude, you know, I, I I just imagine the the theatrics, the the crazy theatrical kind of shit they can pull off in that. Because two spooky kind of like creepy yeah. kind of characters. What what about you? What about first? Do what? On you? What about what about yourself? Um, you I mean, I'll go a little bit newer. Um, I would always, and it's the same, I guess WWE. But I'm surprised we never saw Sean and The Rock. There's I mean, they just, they, they just, yeah, I mean, play. personal issues, but the, I mean, that, Sean didn't want to put him over. Sean didn't, Sean didn't like him. That's right. Sean didn't like him and Sean and didn't it want sucks, to put him Because they could have had a good match. Um, yeah, well, it is what it is, though. Okay, let's stay modern for my last one, my third one here. Um, the match that we could have had, the match that, 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 that would have happened if it wasn't for everybody fucking things up, who, whoever you want to blame. We were not going to go into that because we could talk for another hour. But uh, Oh, Cole man, that would have been great. Stone Cold wanted that as his last match. That's what he wanted. And then, then all the shit went down. Yep. Oh, man, that would have been so good. Yeah, I want to see Punk versus, and you know, think of the idea that the straight edge dude that doesn't drink versus the alcoholic, you know, redneck type of that. Could, there could yep. be really good oh stuff. man, that would have been great. Um, you want to know what I actually watched the other night? Uh, bits and pieces of it was Kenta versus Steve Williams. Holy mm. shit! That's yeah, a really brutal match. It makes my yeah. thinking about it. Now, are you talking about the the one where it finishes with? Dr. Death um, giving him a backdrop drive. It was, like, um, yeah, summer. I think it was summer, summer action. Oh, was it? I think it was that one. I mean, it was like, it was like 1993 or some shit. Yeah, I think that is basically okay. Hits him with a nasty ass backdrop driver. Kobashi kicks out, stands up. He hits him with another backdrop driver, but this time before he pins him, Kobashi stands yeah. right the fuck up after getting right on the top of his fucking head and then the Dr. Death hits him with a third one and puts him down Kobashi, everybody loves Kobashi, um, I'll end on this because and then here's why he's like he he is what they wanted Cena to be, he was a guy that came up and truly overcome the odds Kobashi had like a losing record for like a year or two where he was like, he had like a hundred losses and they barely, he was like he he's basically like Heath Slater yeah. that became John Cena 
like he lost and lost and lost and no matter what he kept trying and trying and every, and he'd get a little bit closer a little bit closer and then he met Masawa who brought the best out of him and then he finally started coming up and raising bringing the potential out of him see and this is the beauty of Japanese wrestling you don't even need promos to see this you can just see it in the matches and like and then finally he up to his level and he defeats Masawa and he becomes a champion and, and finally Kobashi is like like I said he's he he goes from he goes from Heath Slayer yeah. to John Cena like he and, and it was really cool to see and that's and, and Kobashi just you know had a cool move so I mean okay so Kobashi or Masawa because <laughs> I mean you got to think they both have I think. That's the question, dude. Like, you, you that's that you did. You asked a lot of the old school pro wrestling. And there, I think there's only what is it? There's only four people that have over twenty five star matches, and there are two of them. And then you got Okada, and um, what is the other one? Misawa, Kabashi, Okada, and what's the, I bet you the last one is is the chick Minami Toyota. Um. I guess if, if no, no, I think it's uh, she actually has more of five stars. Is it? Is it? Uh, let's look it up. Kawada. Yeah. Yep. Might be. Yep, those, are the, those, those are the. Those are the four. Uh, Kenny Omega is actually fifth with seventeen. Here's the funny question. Here's the funny answer that you asked me, Masawa or Kobashi, and my answer was going to be Kawada. Uh, because Kawada just had some Man, bad yeah. I mean, his highest rating was a six. Uh, Okada's highest was a seven. Yeah, dude. Because Okada's stuff was so good that it decided the Meltzer liked it so much that he broke yep. his five stars. Um, the latest five star match was actually Omega versus uh, Phoenix. Yep. Dude, that was a really good match. Yep. It was just a couple weeks ago. And before that was Kotobushi and Jay White. It's really cool to see Omega really bring it all out because everybody was saying for the first year, like that, that Omega wasn't nearly as good as everybody Crazy. was saying. Crazy, but the dude was, but he's so selfless. He was busy putting other guys over and making sure other people look like stars. And the same with the Bucks. Like the, they, they all they did was lose for the first year because they were making other people look good. So like it wasn't just like the. It wasn't the Bucks and Kenny and a bunch of losers. They had to make everybody look like they could beat and be, become stars and stuff. AEW is so fucking it's 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 it is. I mean, it's fantastic. Um, the last WWE five star was Walter versus uh, what is it, Dragonov? Dragonov. So that was the last one. Yeah, and it makes sense. That Ilter Dragon. Yeah. I don't know if you I don't know if you ever got a, like a really cold look at him like when he's like coming out on the ramp dude he's a yeah. weird looking oh. cat. Russian. Mhm. That was one of them NXT UK cats, wasn't he? Let's see. Um yeah, but I mean Masawa's leading 25 five-star matches. So I love Masawa. I love Kobashi, but I really like Kawada because Kawada is like, I don't know, I thought he had the perfect moveset, dude. And I, he, he kicked the shit out of people. He need the shit out of people. Like, and you know me, I always love the Yakuza kick, and that was a big proponent yeah. of Kawada's moveset. And here's the funny thing all those guys, like, that's how you can tell when some dude is like, starts talking about Japanese wrestling. He'll know it. And, he, and you can tell when you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He talks about strong style and New Japan and this and that. And he starts talking about, like, none of those dudes wrestled for New Japan. Ever. New Japan kind of sucked then. 
New Japan didn't get good until probably the past five or six, seven years, yeah. something like that. Years. People don't realize that. It's like uh, New Japan only had a couple of good guys. I know, man, we're going overboard. I'm sorry. New Japan only had a couple of guys back then. Like they were good. They had like you know they had Tiger Mask. Yep. They had Chono. They had they had Liger. They had Ultimo. They had Yuji Nagata. Um, a couple guys here and there, but like they 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 really like they were they were losing. Anyway, yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, you're good. Um, no, nah, I mean, I think we pretty much touched up on everything. I guess the last thing we'll talk about, what is one guy that you want to see in a different Fed come to a different Fed? Who would it be and what federation? One guy come to a different Fed and let's – oh, man, that's a good question. I mean, me, I would love to see – I think – man, um. Fuck. Here, yeah. I think like I think I want to see um oh, man. I want to see someone that's not used correctly go to like AEW. Man, um I mean I I I can't see I don't know. I think I want to see AJ with AEW for a year to see how that will go. I would be really cool with that. And I thought about that, especially considering the, the rumor that you brought up earlier this year, or earlier in the podcast. But a, man, AJ would be. Really yeah, good. I would love to see him in AEW. Is there anybody that would be better than that? Because I almost can't think of anybody. Let me think. Like yeah, Scott, that would be fun. AEW. But you know what? Actually, yeah, I take that back. You know who I really like to say in W, and this is a really weird pick. I yeah, I mean, or Brock. Brock and AW would be fun. I feel like Randy Orton with like doing the old school wrestling stuff with Cody and the revival, they could get a nice little four horseman kind of stuff. I would like that. I would like that. That would be fun. Okay, I got one more question close out. Do you think that CM Punk has blown his chance to make an impact? I think he's blown it. I think it's to the point where no one would give a fuck. I I still think people would watch, but I don't think it was like, oh my god, CM Punk's back. I I think he blew it. No. You don't think it would make waves? You know what I think so too. And this is coming from me. You know know how big of a Punk fan that I am. Yeah, I think if he so if he returned to what is what is AEW's next big thing? I mean, all in or all out, whatever they do. I I think it would be a big pop there because it'd be in Chicago, but that is it. If, if he would have to return in Chicago, but with COVID and no fans, I don't think no I one would care. I think it would it wouldn't matter. I think he's blatantly clear. Yeah, like I, it don't matter no more. He I he ain't returning ever. He showed yep. all the fans and all he cares about is... He fans. blew it, and he fucked up on the talk show, and I just don't think no one... I don't think no one would care. I thought he was just fine on the talk show. He actually was really good on the talk show, but like, but if that's all he's going to do, it's like, it's just, I don't know, kind of a... And I, get, I really do yeah. understand why he did what he did, but still, it was a for us as fans. I'm, I'm a selfish fan. I wanted oh, to yeah. I mean, I think everyone did. I think... Everyone thought that was like, you know, a step in the, the right direction. 
I think that he felt so pressure that he did it. He didn't come back to Spider. I mean, if he came back to WWE, does that ruin? Like, you know, like what's that do for his ego? What happens? I think I think that that's why he did the backstage thing because he couldn't. He wouldn't. It would make him. Him. It would make him. Uh, what's the word? A hypocrite, and yeah, like. Here's the funny this hypocrite thing about him. I think, despite you saying that, yeah, he's probably blew his shot. At the same time, I think that if he came back to W right now, he could be everything that he hate, that he hated. He can get that instant. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that. Nowhere. You know, and that's not a doubt in my mind. I just don't know if fans would blow up like they would have five years ago. Oh, I agree with that. Well, what I mean is, like, it's just funny about the hip, him being the hypocrite thing. Because he, the thing that he bitched about was a part-timer. Exactly. And not wrestling as much as the main roster. Because he was, he was a part-timer on the talk show. Well, but I feel like now he could come back and get it. And he would yep, be I, I agree. He hated. He'll do it on his own time when he wants to. Like, I think it's just best if he stays away from pro wrestling. It's 2021. It, the ship sailed. Yep, we're not getting them. We might get them as a commentator maybe one day, but not not in the pro wrestling ring. You know, here's a closing thought. Man, I know we've said this like 10 times. but Amazing. as a commentator amazing. That dude, like, but it's because he can talk so well, dude. And I've been saying this for years that. Yep, and he's funny. He's funny. He he's uh, he gives hill tendencies, but he's all he's just funny. I like it. He's he's witty. He knows moves. Does he return to the ring? You think or no? I, I I hope they do because I think that it's it's criminal that Joe finally goes WWE. I hope he gets in the Rumble. Remember when uh, Jerry. Because you know what? One of, one of Kobashi's five yeah. star matches is with Samoa Joe. I hope he returns. I hope he's at least in the Rumble. I mean, they let Jerry the King Lawler be in the Rumble. Remember when they called his music and he just fucking got in the ring? Yeah, didn't he? Have yeah, yeah. yep, he did. So, no excuse. Yeah, it's trash. I don't care. Actually, I, I don't know if that's the gender. Don't know. Um, but I'm born in the 90s, so I don't know. Sorry, I, I'm not born in the 2000s and he died bods. I mean, he's a dude. Well, I try to respect people and call people, but still, they suck. I'm not, that's one thing, just because... Just because okay, so tell me this. Know, so, then th- this is how you know. If Sonny was a normal wrestler... Would Sonny be in AEW? Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. I think that he knows somebody. I think he's. Friendly. Yeah, he's but you know, like that—that's the reason Sonny's there. Well, they need yeah, jobs. true. Every every fan needs a job. And the fact that and the fact that Sonny only jobs, then he okay. exactly they they give Sonny moments and then he jobs. Yes. He just, he just, he just, nope. nothing that he does looks very good. Like I said, you know, like, I, I will respect your pronouns. I will call you whatever pronoun you wish to be called, but I will, that. Yeah, I, I mean, because you will, you know, we'll also tell you if you suck or not. 
like I said, you know, same thing with Nyla Rose. Now I, I do know what gender, you know, Nyla Rose is, is a trans woman. Bad, terrible. Sucks. Like, I mean, you know what? There's, there's only one woman on on TV that I think's worse than her name is Nia Jax, and that's not saying shit. Nia Jax hurts people. Terrible. Everybody. everybody I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of people. She about stiff her because of that. Like hit her. Should yep. have fucking killed Kyrie saying. Can dude and Charlotte about killer too though? Like, oh. No, yeah, I agree. Um like I, it makes me wonder is that the only reason those two have jobs? Because of yeah, I, I don't know, whatever. I don't I it's political yeah, yeah, and dude. religion and all that okay. shit I don't get into. It's nepotism. It's you know, she know you know her uh, yep. her cousin has to see how it goes. It ain't right though. I I don't I don't mind her having a job. So there, them like two having like jobs there, does sure. that hold up people who's talented, you know, like Let me fuck the question, bro. So you mean to tell me Keith Lee gets sent back down in NXT. Yeah, Keith Lee gets sent out in NXT and Nia Jax still Keith gets Lee main gets event status. Exactly. Is that big bullshit. bullshit? I agree. Well, they gave Sunny Kiss a win. On what dark? And that looked like shit too. Yeah, because he never fucking went on the goddamn. On he never went on dynamite. No, dude. And the funny thing is, is like when you see him, like I don't know. Did you watch him get squashed by what? Canyon two moves. He got squashed by yeah. Kenny in like two moves like about a month ago. Well, um, when Kenny ran in for the knee strike, he fucking fell way before Kenny got even close to it. No. Oh. Just shows. Because it was like he was, he was like he was scared. I don't know. He's scared. just there because, like you said, he knows somebody in his gimmick. Like he's not good. Yeah, I actually think he's friends with Cody. And that whole side. Tony Cobb wants to wants to hire as many indie wrestlers as he can because of COVID is keeping a lot of indie yeah. wrestlers not from being able to work. Because you know, like WWE, got people on TV are fine. Impact's fine. TNA's fine. Uh, sorry, TNA, um, uh, AEW, WWE, all those guys are fine, but not indie wrestlers. Yeah, they're all same. broke and they can't make shit. So supposedly. Tony and you know that makes sense because if you watch, you'll see like random new people show up, and I mean they get squashed, but they're there. So supposedly that's why probably why Sam is there because you know Tony Khan's trying to pay all of wrestling because see, man, and that's a good thing, and that's what pisses me off when I hear people like wanting AEW to fail. You want that to be gone? You don't want? Yeah, it's just WWE marks. If, if WWE is the only town, game in town, then Vince gets to make all the rules. And, and if you and, and if you yeah, make congratulations, you get to see money. Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable every week. No thanks. No, I know AEW is great, and I enjoy it, and they're here to stay. Yeah, I know. But every week, and then at the they they have the match. All fucking all January long, just to have them fight at Rumble, just to have them have a fucking feud until the next pay per view. 
Well, it's a 50-50 booking that makes it even worse. There's four weeks, so they have to have Baron win, and then and then Gable wins, and then Baron wins, and then Gable wins. And yep. Then Baron wins, and you know Baron wins. Just because they they won't put Gable over. <laughs> I like I like Gable. He should have been. <laughs> fucking Jason Jordan. God damn. You know what they do you that whole angle no, you know what they should have done with that angle instead, and it would have been way fun way better. If they did John Cena and fucking um Darren Yeah. He does. Have you seen Darren Young? He looks built like when everything. Darren Young came recent recently came out and said a story about like when he came out to the wrestling locker room about being gay. Um, the 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 two the two very specific wrestlers came up to him and like basically told him that if anybody had shit to say that they would fuck him up. And it turned out to be CM Punk. Not surprising. No, not a bit of it. Must be. No, I think we covered it for what eighty-five minutes. We, I mean, it was a good talk, though. Oh yeah, I mean, people, people will check it out, and we should, we can bring you back on. Uh, probably, let's let's do it maybe the day of Rumble or the the night after. Sure, sure. And we'll, we'll figure out a format better next time. So we'll yeah, well, I mean, we just winged it, but it was good. You know, 85 minutes of just talking, not bad. So so definitely, so this is Drew, a Behind the Goal podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoy what you guys listen to. I have my cousin Jeremy on here. Very good talk. Definitely had fun. Love talking wrestling. I love having a just, – just changing it up from basketball and football because, you know, that's what everyone wants to listen to. And it's just good to change it up. So I hope you had fun, Jeremy. If you have anything else you want to say, talk to him. Um, no, it's it's pretty cool. Um, thanks for being on. Sorry that I was um, I was a little bit. No, no. So uh, yeah, uh, everyone. I hope you have a a good night and uh, stay safe. Mask up and let's beat COVID.